welcome to another episode of Geeks Crossing. Did you know that Total Drama Island premiered 15 years ago? I've made no secret about my love for this animated series. Fun fact, back in 2017, when the show turned 10, I actually missed the anniversary and didn't realize it until like a week after the fact. So now that it's the 15th anniversary of Total Drama, I won't make the same mistake. It's funny, for a podcast called Geeks Crossing, a podcast that revolves around us geeking out over everything, one of the most popular topics is Total Drama. Eric and I have come close to reviewing the whole series at this point, episode by episode, and all of its characters, and I've done episodes recounting Pocket 2 Island teams and alternate and hypothetical future finalists. So what to do for the show's 15th anniversary? I flirted with what to do, but I decided to go with an idea that I briefly mused over in my episode on alternate Total Drama winners. The most bogus eliminations in the show's history. For those of you who do not know, the Total Drama Island series revolves around a competition show that pits teams against teams, and eventually, after a certain point, individual teenagers against one another. Each time a team loses, or if we're talking post-merge, just after each challenge, the contestants would cast a vote to remove someone from the competition, a la Survivor. With a few rare exceptions, voting out or otherwise removing a contestant from the game was permanent and would completely end that character's run in the season, so it was definitely a big deal. The contestants would usually vote out anyone they thought of as uncool, mean, or annoying, but as the show progressed, it would usually just be whoever screwed up the challenge. This being a cartoon, not all of the elimination ceremonies were handled with tact. In fact, some eliminations made absolutely no sense at all when considering the options that many contestants, and occasionally Chris McLean himself, had before them. So that's what I'm going to go through today. What were the most eye-rolling, ridiculous, unfair, and downright bogus eliminations in all of Total Drama? Before we get started, a couple of rules for this countdown. This is ranked by the fairness of the elimination, not by how personally invested I was in the character who was eliminated. Just because a character I like got screwed over doesn't automatically mean they'll be placed higher on this list above characters I don't like as much who got screwed over. It's all about who got screwed over worse, you dig? Sometimes it seems like characters are eliminated or removed just because the writers have nothing to do with them anymore. You'll see that come up quite a lot <laughs> throughout this list. You'll also see characters who are eliminated a bit unfairly as a way to make the story or their own arc more dramatic and shocking. And as one final disclaimer, I'm not including any ridiculous race eliminations on this list. Part of this is because the ridiculous race isn't a true total drama season, but it's mostly because the rules are very clear. No voting, just make sure you're not the last team on the final chill zone or you might be out of the race. That's a very consistent method, even though some teams weasel their way out of elimination due to pure luck of when Don decides it's a non-elimination round, but I find the rules fairly concrete and the luck factor works just fine. Nice job, Don. You really are a more competent and sane Chris. Those disclaimers aside, let's get to my honorable mentions before we reach the 15 most bogus eliminations in Total Drama history. Yes, 15, not 10 or 20, because we're celebrating 15 years of Total Drama after all. B and Dawn from Total Drama Revenge of the Island. Their eliminations were unfair and that the two were just helping their team, but Scott convinced the rest of the team that they were trying to sabotage, so even though it was on bogus charges, they were eliminated fair and square. Amy and Sammy from Total Drama Pocketeer Island. These two eliminations were done under incredibly strange circumstances. See if you can follow. Amy convinced her teammates that Sammy screwed up a challenge, so her team voted to eliminate Sammy. But Sammy disguised herself as Amy and poisoned the real Amy so that her team thought she was Sammy when they kicked her out. So Sammy, disguised as Amy, sticks around for two more challenges until the real Amy returns, and at that point the team casts their votes for Amy, since they already technically eliminated Sammy, Though it was really Amy, and Chris just decides to kick them both out. An absolute headache, arguably unfair to both of them, but I guess they were both legitimately voted out in this mess. Mike and Zoe from Total Drama Revenge of the Island. 
Both were kicked out because the winners of the challenges got to pick one player to kick out a piece. Scott picked Mike and Lightning picked Zoe for even more petty reasons. He just wanted to go up against Cameron in the finale. I can't really call these eliminations unfair though since that's more the fault of the reward structure of getting to just pick someone that you want out. Sam from Total Drama All-Stars. Despite just getting banished to Boney Island, and despite banishment to Boney Island being completely voluntary, Sam cheats in the challenge because he's afraid of being banished to Boney Island. The cheating is the entire reason his team loses and he's voted out. That said, I don't necessarily blame Sam's fellow contestants for voting him off for his stupidity. I blame the writers for deciding to make Sam so completely out of character and idiotic. Thinking about it, I can also apply this logic to Lindsay's elimination this season. But since we can't blame the characters in universe for this explanation, let's move on. Jeff and Bridget from Total Drama Action. A random double elimination where nobody was safe and the other teams could have voted off someone like Heather, who was tormenting everyone about a week ago. Instead, they decided to vote off two of their friends who were just being slightly annoying. That said, I respect that Heather was at least trying to compete in the first few challenges while Jeff and Bridget were just standing off to the side sucking face. Who'd want teammates like that? And don't even tell me that Jeff and Bridget's friends could have just talked to them about their PDA because some of them tried and the couple didn't listen. This double elimination did give the Aftermath show its host, so it was probably for the best. Heather from Total Drama Island. I've seen the arguments for how this is unfair on a technicality, kind of like Lindsay's elimination this season. She doesn't actually refuse the challenge. She just kicks the razor away, blah, 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 blah. I do see the merit in this argument. After all, this is Total Drama Island, where the writers don't spend a ton of time explaining eliminations like they do in later seasons. But come on, Heather did say no and kicked the razor away, so that seems like rejecting a challenge to me. Plus, despite its undemocratic nature, this elimination was one of the most satisfying in all of Total Drama. Ooh, maybe that should be another Total Drama Top 10. DJ from Total Drama Island. The fact that people still aren't clear whether or not DJ was eliminated by his peers or just removed from the competition by Chris for being a scaredy cat speaks volumes about the head-scratching weirdness of this elimination. However, assuming he was voted out by his peers, he was kind of pathetic in this challenge, so I'll give him a pass. DJ again, this time from Total Drama World Tour. As the only member of Team Victory left, when the team loses, he's instantly eliminated. I get that this elimination kind of smells funky since there's no voting, but there really wasn't a way to get around this from a rules perspective. What, does a team with only one member left get immunity for no reason? Does that member get protection just for being on the worst team? They didn't really have any ways to get around this without protecting DJ. As interesting as it would have been to have DJ join Team Chris at the beginning of the episode, it wouldn't have been super fair. So DJ's elimination here sucks, but it's fair, at least in my opinion. Duncan from Total Drama Island. When the two-man team of Owen and Duncan loses the third-to-last challenge in the show, Chef Hatchet selects Duncan to be eliminated because he doesn't like him. That really sucks for Duncan and Duncan fans, especially considering his crazy, entertaining, and interesting run this first season. That said, how do you get around this? You can't exactly hold a vote between two people, and between Owen, the fat guy who'd eat anything, and Duncan, the disrespectful delinquent, who would the no-nonsense military veteran chef be more likely to eliminate? It's not rocket science. And the final honorable mention goes to Sierra from Total Drama World Tour. I personally never saw a problem with this elimination growing up and even re-watching, but Sierra blew up Chris's plane accidentally due to some leaky oil and a birthday candle. Alejandro should have really been eliminated here, but since I've never really cared much for Sierra as a character, I never realized how annoying this elimination probably was for people who do love her. So shout out to Sierra, eliminated in what could reasonably be considered her only good season. Personally, I'd even call that a stretch, but you can go check out me and Eric's Gen 1 cast ranking episode for our full opinions on Sierra. But now we get to the proper list, and speaking of Eric, my pick for the 15th most unfair Total Drama boot is Cody's elimination from Total Drama World Tour. 
Cody made it all the way to the final three of Total Drama World Tour, tying with Alejandro for the chance to face Heather in the actual finale. I'm not a huge fan of Cody's run in World Tour, seeing as I've criticized him for being carried by Sierra to the end and being lucky enough to be on a team where nobody really paid attention to him. Yeah, I like the kid a lot, but he was kind of a floater. Still, later on, they do more interesting stuff with Cody, and it definitely does feel like he belongs there among Heather, Alejandro, Duncan, Courtney, and the rest of the post-mergers. So how does Cody finally get eliminated? He's fairly simply knocked off a platform in a randomly selected tiebreaker challenge that rewards physical strength, which Alejandro has a lot of, and Cody, not so much. That was definitely underwhelming for a character who's basically the last good guy left, and whose verse in the song I'm Gonna Make It really makes you root for the little underdog. Unfortunately, the underdog is usually considered the underdog for a reason, and in this case, Cody just didn't stand a chance against a guy who was stronger and more cunning than him in every way. In fact, Cody did hold his own against Alejandro until the trickster lied to Cody about his newly close friend Sierra being in danger, and the distracted Cody looked away from the fight. That said, there are still some reasons why this is down here at number 15. In the finale, Cody joined Heather's allies and managed to get the better of Alejandro in a battle of wits when he mockingly repeated his hated nickname Al, distracting him and letting Heather get ahead for a while. Plus, elephant in the room, the Heather vs. Alejandro finale is absolutely phenomenal in terms of character development for Heather and its overall epic nature, so the fact that Cody isn't in it really doesn't hinder that for me. Still, there's no denying that Cody's elimination definitely stinks. Eric has cited this as one of the most bogus eliminations in the show's history, and as you can see, he is 100% right. Shout out to Eric. Moving on to number 14, we have Tyler's elimination in Total Drama Island. In a challenge centered around facing your worst fears, the jock Tyler is unable to handle his worst fear, electrophobia, the fear of chickens. Yes, there's apparently a real word for that, and I'm just as surprised as you. Anyway, Tyler fails to face his fear, so when his team loses, they vote him off. Makes sense, right? Well, yes, until you consider why the killer bass actually lost. No thanks to Tyler, the team has a massive points deficit against the Screaming Gophers, until Chris offers to pretty much instantly give the team the win if Courtney manages to face her fear by jumping into a vat of green jelly. There doesn't seem to be a word for that specific fear. The closest I found was zelatinophobia, the fear of jelly itself. That begs the question, is Courtney only afraid of green jelly or is it all kinds of jelly? I failed to see how red jelly or yellow jelly wouldn't unnerve her, but every time the characters comment on her fear, they note it's specifically a fear of green jelly. That's kind of weird. But that's also a huge digression. <laughs> Courtney fails to face her fear, and as a direct result of that, the killer bass lose. You'd think that would make them target Courtney, but instead, they kick out poor Tyler, who actually tried. And this was before the point of the show where Duncan had fully bonded with Courtney, Jeff, and DJ, which explains, for instance, Sadie's elimination, but not Tyler's. I can buy that Duncan would vote out Tyler over his crush Courtney, but I don't see why the other members of the team wouldn't fault Courtney for basically ruining the challenge for them. Eric brought up a good point about this elimination, though, when we reviewed this season last September. Tyler was never a beloved member of the Killer Bass. He was just some dude that hooked up with Lindsay, who wasn't even on the team. We never saw much of him bonding with any other Killer Bass, so add that with a really embarrassing fear that he couldn't even overcome, and maybe it's not such a surprise that his teammates decided to ditch him over anyone else. We're still at the eliminations where things make sense when you think about it, and that carries on to number 13, Lindsay's elimination in Total Drama World Tour. With Team Victory's curse causing them to lose basically every elimination round until they were a non-entity in the competition, the Total Drama writers had to get creative. There had never been a team with only two members before, so Team Victory's loss in Paris presented an interesting problem. If DJ voted for Lindsay and Lindsay voted for DJ, then that's a stalemate. So instead of a vote, 
Chris challenges the two members of Team Victory to a fashion contest in which DJ and Lindsay each choose another contestant as a model and doll them up to be judged by Chris and a member of each of the other two teams, Heather and Owen, respectively. DJ ends up beating Lindsay, who is eliminated. Unorthodox, but how is that unfair? Well, DJ blames himself for his team's curse and is actively trying to get himself eliminated, picking Gwen as his model, as he knows she won't be into it whatsoever, and just throwing his own shirt onto her. Meanwhile, Lindsay excitedly puts all of her effort into her display, choosing her beloved boyfriend Tyler as her model and passionately dressing him up, doing his hair and everything. Granted, Tyler ends up looking a little silly, but what's worth noting is that Lindsay tried, DJ didn't, and yet Lindsay is chosen for elimination rather arbitrarily by the random council of Chris, Heather, and Owen. That really doesn't seem fair to me. It's fun to have DJ around for the next few episodes. And as I said at the beginning of this episode, I'm not judging this because I think Lindsay should have stuck around or anything. I'm perfectly fine with getting rid of her here. But this elimination is definitely suspect, given that, again, Lindsay was kicked out for actually trying when her competitor did not. Okay, number 12, Gwen's elimination in Total Drama All-Stars. Gwen has been through a lot by this point in the season, including struggling with being labeled a villain, dumping Duncan, befriending and then unfriending Courtney. Let's just say she was a very important character in All-Stars. But this being All-Stars, nobody is spared from bad writing. Not even the characters who make it far. So how does this important character get eliminated? She defaces a painting of Chris, and so the self-absorbed host decides she's out. For context, each of the final four contestants have a task that they have to get done. Zoe does her task, and Mike... <sighs> sorry, Mal... doesn't even try to do his. But when he points out to Chris that he beat up Scott instead, and that Chris should like injured contestants... Chris accepts this and doesn't eliminate Mal for completely failing to even try to do his task. Gwen tries to do her task, which was to bring Chris an intact portrait from his destroyed cottage, but because she had used some bear poop to renovate it, she was instantly kicked out, despite the fact that, I must remind you, Mal didn't even come close to doing his task, and actually Scott failed too. This is all a reference to the real-world fail the restoration of the Echi Homo painting of Christ by Cecilia Jimenez, but just because it's based on a reference doesn't mean you don't have to explain it in-universe. And in-universe, the only leg this elimination has to stand on is Chris's ego. Otherwise, it feels like a worse, lazier version of Sierra's elimination from World Tour. Sierra accidentally blew up Chris's plane, stranding everyone and destroying an extremely valuable piece of Chris's property. Of course he'd want her gone. By comparison, Gwen quote-unquote soils one single painting, and Chris views this as a worse sin than actually failing to complete the challenge. Kind of stupid if you ask me, but again, we're still in eliminations that kind of make a little sense. Chris's ego is one of his most defining traits, after all. For the number 11 spot, we have one of the few double eliminations in the series. Courtney and Blainley's eliminations in Total Drama World Tour. At all other points in the show where two people go home, it's either because of one contestant getting voted out fairly and the other getting removed due to other circumstances, such as Owen getting fired in Total Drama Action, for instance, while Courtney's actually been voted out. Before this episode of World Tour, there had been a double elimination ceremony, the one at the beginning of Total Drama Action, but Chris had advertised it as such, and the contestants knew what was going to happen going into the ceremony. But for the elimination ceremony in China, the votes actually tied. The votes had tied before, with two members of Team Amazon voting for Courtney and two voting for Gwen in Australia, but they at least did a tiebreaker ceremony. More on that later. In China, the votes were tied for Courtney and Blainley, but an uncaring Chris just decided to throw them both out. Ostensibly, the only reason Chris eliminated both Courtney and Blainley out when they tied, instead of holding a tiebreaker, was because of budget concerns by the network. 
I've also heard theories that maybe Chris wanted to kick them both out because Blainley had cheated and he didn't want to risk her winning a tiebreaker, but that's all viewer speculation, not writer intent. For fans of either of these two characters, I don't think I've ever met anyone who liked Blainley, but to each his own, it's understandable that this would be unfair, as one of them could have lived another day with a tiebreaker. But I personally don't have a huge issue with this threat when the votes are tied. It's unfair, yes, but I can squint at this double elimination and make sense of it. With that, we enter the top 10, the 10 worst eliminations in the Total Drama series, at least in my opinion. Number 10 is Gwen's elimination from Total Drama World Tour. Yes, Gwen is back on this list with an even worse elimination than her one in All-Stars. And she won't be the only duplicate contestant on here, I can promise you that. After Gwen hooked up with Duncan, Courtney's boyfriend, following his return to the game, and Alejandro got Tyler to spill the beans in Greece, things on Team Amazon were very tense. The usual target for elimination threats, Heather, was able to duck into the background as the team acknowledged that either Gwen or Courtney would be voted out the next time the team lost. Gwen, for the reason of being a boyfriend kisser, and Courtney for not shutting up about the whole thing. As Team Amazon was a team of five for almost its entire run, seriously, can you say plot armor, when they finally lost in Australia, a tie probably wouldn't be expected. You'd probably have Courtney, Sierra, and Heather voting for Gwen, and Gwen and Cody voting for Courtney. Now, I'm not 100% sure on the math, but I'm pretty sure what happens is that Courtney and Sierra vote for Gwen for boyfriend kissing, while Gwen voted for Courtney due to her crusade against her, and Heather also voted for Courtney due to her flirting with Alejandro. Cody, who would have been a slam dunk vote in Gwen's court, was loopy after getting dropped off a cliff by Duncan, and thus accidentally cast his vote for Sierra, leading to a tie. Okay, so what was the tiebreaker challenge? Feeding eucalyptus leaves to an angry koala using only your mouth. One problem. Spontaneously, Gwen worriedly announces that she is horribly allergic to eucalyptus leaves. This is another plot device that I wanted to Google, and lo and behold, it turns out eucalyptus allergy is a real thing, and it even leads to the red eyes, runny nose, and swelling face that we see break out on Gwen. Brownie points for accuracy. But I can't be the only one unimpressed by the sheer luck factor in this. Or I guess for Gwen, unluck factor. You're seriously telling me that the only possible challenge Chris could have chosen as a tiebreaker was structured entirely in Courtney's favor? Because that's not really much of a tiebreaker then. The writers wanted to get rid of Gwen, so they had her randomly be allergic to something she'd never mentioned having an allergy to before, so that she would handily lose a tiebreaker challenge. When the solution was staring them into the face. Cody was totally out of it. Why not just have him vote for Gwen? You know, he's loopy, he sees a picture of the girl he likes, he stamps it. It might be a little frustrating, sure, but I'd buy it way more than a rigged tiebreaker. It would still eliminate Gwen in Australia, and it would also probably make Cody even more guilty and depressed in Sweden. All this without having to insult our intelligence by having Courtney and Gwen compete in a tiebreaker by doing an activity that Gwen's body will literally not let her do. Moving on to number 9, we're back at Total Drama Island, where we'll be staying for a little while, with Beth's elimination. I've made no bones about this. Total Drama Island is probably the best season of the whole show in terms of rational but likable characters and a more grounded story, but its eliminations are some of the stupidest and most head-scratching of the whole series, probably since it was early on. They didn't really worry too much about them. This is especially true with Heather. Heather almost immediately establishes herself as a force to be reckoned with, a girl who's here to be mean and to claw her way to the finale. And with all the enemies she quickly makes, it's genuinely a wonder that she doesn't get eliminated whenever her team is up for a vote, or whenever she doesn't have immunity post-merge. I've been able to write off some of the eliminations that I used to have a real problem with. Cody's elimination? Yeah, he was severely injured, and this was before that prevented contestants from competing, so it makes sense that his team would want him gone, both for their sake and his. Izzy's second elimination? Well, she did shoot a girl with a tranquilizer gun, not out of character for her, even though it was a total accident. And with her reputation as a crazy person, I can also more or less understand this. But there's also just too many eliminations this series that I can't accept as easily, such as Beth's. 
Beth was a kind-hearted contestant who really made no enemies on her team other than Heather, who she finally stood up to in the Paintball Deer Hunter Challenge. Unfortunately, in the challenge before, Beth brought a cursed tiki statue from Boney Island when she wasn't supposed to. Due to this, her team was supposedly cursed to lose every challenge. When her team found out about this, thanks to Heather, after the Screaming Gophers lost a cooking challenge, and thus the third challenge in a row, they decided to vote Beth out. Really? This was the only thing anyone could have thought to do? Not talk to Beth about it? Not try to return or destroy the statue? No, just instantly vote out Beth. It was established that pretty much everyone on the team liked her, as opposed to Heather, who everyone pretty much hated. If the Screaming Gophers wanted to vote out the person who screwed them in the challenge, then surprisingly it would have been Owen, who ate the entire team's main course before they could present it to Chris. If they wanted to vote out the person they didn't like, then they could have voted for Heather, who was so unbearable during the challenge that Lashana and Beth locked her inside a walk-in freezer. But instead they went for Beth. And I guess I do sort of understand it in that Beth unknowingly brought a curse upon the team, so maybe it would be best to try to undo the curse by getting rid of her. But for such a friendly contestant, who nobody really had an issue with at this point, other than Heather and maybe Lindsay, the almost immediate decision to vote Beth off in Moss makes little sense to me. Alright, number 8, we are officially getting to the eliminations that make absolutely no sense whatsoever, starting with Jeff's elimination in Total Drama Island. Picture this, final 6, Owen, Gwen, Heather, Duncan, Lashana, and Jeff. Nobody has immunity. So who gets eliminated? After far too long, the contestants finally band together against their biggest threat. Jeff? Seriously? Canonically, Owen, Heather, and Duncan voted for Jeff. Meaning, I guess, that Jeff, Gwen, and Lashana all voted for other people, or else there would have been a tie. Or maybe Lashana voted for Jeff too, though I fail to see how that makes any sense. Instead of voting for Gwen or Lashana, Heather voted for Jeff, who she had never really interacted with whatsoever. Instead of voting for one of the girls, Duncan, the very same contestant who warned his fellow bros that chicks stick together and thus having them outnumber the guys could be their downfall, voted for Jeff, directly contradicting himself. And I guess Owen went along with it too, because like Duncan and Heather, they found Jeff too sociable and popular, and thus a threat. First of all, this popularity never gets brought up again this season as a concern for either Owen or Lashana, who are also both very sociable and friendly contestants. Second off, how else could Jeff possibly be a threat? He failed miserably in the bike race and in the scary movie challenge. You're telling me Duncan, Heather, and Owen looked at him and genuinely believed he could be their downfall? No, I'm sorry, I just don't buy it. Duncan probably would have gone for Lashana or whatever. Maybe Jeff voted for Duncan due to his role in getting rid of Bridget. Gwen and Lashana, plus maybe Owen, is enough to get rid of Heather. But inexplicably, everyone's suddenly thinking from the perspective of Jeff's social nature, a perspective they drop right after he leaves. <laughs> Thankfully, many years later, Jeff has the last laugh in the ridiculous race, which would be the next time he actually competed if you don't count his performance in Total Drama Action that barely merits mention. Number 7. Justin's Elimination in Total Drama Island. This is probably pretty close to Jeff's elimination in terms of unfairness, but there's some factors that put it above for me. People often say that Heather is the best villain in the entire Total Drama series. In terms of her iconicness? Yes, without question. But in terms of her intelligent strategy? Absolutely not. In the Talent Show Challenge, fairly early on in Total Drama Island, the Screaming Gophers send up three acts to be judged by Chef. First up is Justin, who does a kind of weird modeling routine that nets the team six out of a possible nine points nearly filling up the chef meter Next up is Trent, who sings a song while playing his guitar, and that's the team five out of a possible nine points. Then finally comes Heather, who ditches her ballet routine in favor of reading Gwen's diary on stage in front of everyone, to looks of unease from the other contestants. Even Courtney and Bridget, who aren't even on the Screaming Gophers and thus have no interest in Gwen, note how mean it was. I mean, you have Chris himself noting how heartless the act was. When Chris McLean says you went too far, you went too far. The act doesn't get any support from Chef at all. But when the Screaming Gophers ultimately lose, the contestant who gets voted out is... Justin. 
Yes, the person who got the most points for their team in the challenge, because right is left and up is down. To be fair, they actually try to explain this by having Heather say she convinced Owen and Izzy to vote with her in her alliance by bribing the former with cake, and I guess just asking the latter really nicely, I don't know. If this is true, it begs the question as to why Heather can't consistently bribe Owen for his vote with food and only does it this once. The answer, I think, is that the writers wanted to get rid of Justin here and wanted Heather to be sneaky and mean, but wrote themselves into a corner. Heather purposely blew the challenge for her team, and everyone on the Screaming Gophers literally watched her do it. Why on earth wouldn't they vote her off? I don't know, but I guess we're just going to have to assume that Gwen, Lashana, Cody, Trent, and Justin all voted for different people, because otherwise, if they all voted for Heather, it forces a tie, something that never gets brought up. Either way, Justin is out on peculiar terms just to provide a lifeline to Heather. Justin walks the dock of shame, which probably has more than a few Total Drama viewers frantically doing math and confusion. <laughs> this next spot might be controversial, but number six is Lashana's elimination from Total Drama Island. Yes, an elimination that is constantly referred to as one of the most bogus eliminations of all time is sitting at number six on my list, meaning I think there are five eliminations worse. But don't misunderstand me. This is still one of the most bogus eliminations in all of Total Drama history. Basically, we have an episode where the eliminated campers talk about the state of the game and who they're rooting for and against in the final five, out of Owen, Heather, Lashana, Duncan, and Gwen. Well, this all leads to a dramatic reveal where Chris shows up and explains to the eliminated campers that they will get to vote for one of the final five to be instantly eliminated and join them. This all quickly falls apart as pretty much whenever anybody says the name of a contestant that's still competing, it's counted as a vote. So what started out as a joke, someone saying don't vote for Lashana and the counter picking that up as a vote for Lashana, becomes a painstakingly long process where the joke is repeated a dozen times until Lashana is eliminated. The look of shock on her face says it all. Where to begin? First of all, the fact that don't say Lashana counts as a vote for Lashana is stupid, but okay, whatever. Why did contestants get multiple votes each? Lindsay gets two votes. And on top of that, a random parrot gets two votes. When Trent points out that this random parrot is voting, Chris doesn't even have a response. I'd say this is writing showing its strings, but it would have been so easy to just not do this twist in this episode and just make it a filler episode focusing on the eliminated contestants. Since, like I've highlighted before on this podcast, nobody goes home in the following episode other than Mr. Coconut. Almost like you could have kicked out Lashana there? Fairly? They ridiculously eliminated a character who they could conceive of no other way to eliminate. It's also worth noting that this powerhouse Lashana, who won multiple challenges post-merge, is eliminated not just spontaneously and stupidly, but without even a single word to defend herself. That said, at the very least, Chris explained the rules of the vote to some degree. And don't get me wrong, the extra legal stuff Chris allows in this vote would be enough to discount it in any fair election, but at least the universe of the show, he gives an explanation for how this vote works. So Lashana mostly has her idiotic peers to thank for this, not the concept of the vote itself. With the last five eliminations on this list, that's not the case. These five unlucky contestants aren't eliminated by peers behaving stupidly, they're taken out by rule-bending, laughable technicalities, or they're just flat-out removed. Ready? Number 5. Anne Maria from Total Drama Revenge of the Island. Anne Maria is a character that I clearly like more than the Total Drama writers do. She played a decent role in the Mike and Zoe drama, even if I wasn't crazy about that drama in general, but she's also quite funny on her own as a no-nonsense guidette in the style of Snooki. And this is especially funny in her interactions with Joe. But like I said, the writers seem to think of her as little more than a prop in the Mike story. So when they decide to get rid of Anne Maria is one of the most insulting eliminations in the entire series. After her role in the Mike story is done, Anne Maria ends up on her own in the spelunking challenge and winds up in a cave of giant mutant mole rats and one feral Ezekiel who seems to fall in love with her, showering her with gifts. One such gift appears to be a giant diamond for which Anne Maria is obviously quite grateful. 
When the challenge is done, the Toxic Rats lose, with Joe and Lightning choosing to vote out Brick for pretty much losing them the challenge by going back to save Mike, Zoe, and Cameron. But despite being a mutant maggot, Anne-Maria hops in the stupid gimmicky hurl of shame, a giant catapult, telling Chris that she's quitting the competition to cash in her diamond, which is surely worth a million dollars or more. Chris responds that the diamond is fake, and when Anne-Maria replies that if the diamond isn't real, then she's staying in the game, Chris nonchalantly flings her away with Brick. That's it. That's how they choose to write out this character. With her big personality, it's not difficult to imagine Mike, Zoe, and Cameron possibly voting her out. Heck, they could have easily booted out Anne-Maria in the next episode instead of bringing back Dakota and making her a giant mutant only to immediately kick her out Eva-style in the same episode. You can do the same exact story. Have everyone but Zoe vote for Scott, have Scott reveal the invincibility statue, and then have Scott and Zoe vote off Anne-Maria instead of giant Hulk Dakota. But no, instead, Anne-Maria gets one of the pettiest, stupidest eliminations because the writers were just rushing her to the door, Lashana-style, when they didn't have to because they could have easily done it in the following episode, also Lashana-style. But at least Lashana had what you could feasibly call a vote. Anne-Maria tried to quit, then changed her mind, and poof, she was gone, never to compete again. How ridiculous. Number four, Lindsay's elimination in Total Drama Island. Yeah, we're not messing around anymore. After a challenge in which the contestants build their own bicycles and race them, roughly half of them are tasked with riding other people's bikes. And then whoever completes that race gives the bikes back to the contestants who made them for one final race. Losers automatically eliminated for the competition. First off, this is sort of a headache because Chris keeps advertising immunity as the reward for the winner of the final race, but in reality, almost everyone gets immunity since there's no vote. Anyone who doesn't compete in the last race has immunity, as do Lashana and Izzy, who spend most of the episode on an island-wide joyride without ever being called back to the competition. But okay, fine, immunity doesn't matter this time around, who cares? It's cool to mix things up every now and then. What's important is seeing how exactly this plays out. The final race is between Heather, Lindsay, Duncan, and Owen. When facing obstacles, Owen and Duncan's bikes are totaled, and Lindsay lets Heather cross the finish line first. Somehow, Chris decides that this means Lindsay is eliminated, since she was technically the last person to cross the finish line. His thinking is that Duncan and Owen's bikes are so broken that they can't possibly cross the finish line, making Lindsay the last person to do so. Yeah, I guess I see where he's coming from, but as a whole, this elimination is ridiculously stupid. A beloved contestant is removed on a technicality, because, much like Justin and Lashana, the writers couldn't decide how else they'd get rid of Lindsay. Being realistic, Owen and Duncan would probably be primary suspects for elimination, but again, their bikes were so broken they couldn't cross the finish line. Whatever. To her credit, Lindsay takes her loss in stride and goes out in style, earning everyone else's respect. But still, poor old Lindsay deserved a lot better. My number three spot, the third most unfair elimination in the whole series, is one I never hear anyone talk about, but let's discuss Izzy's elimination in Total Drama World Tour. Owen and Izzy are sucked out of a plane as it crash lands in Jamaica and have to be put in the medical tent for the duration of the challenge. Both are fine, but the crash scrambles Izzy's brain to make her incredibly smart. Well, that's certainly crazy and sure to lead to some wacky Team Chris hijinks, right? Wrong, because right after she becomes a genius, the U.S. Army enters the medical tent to announce that they're seizing Izzy, sorry, Brainzilla, and removing her from the show as she's now a major asset to the United States military. So a character is removed from the competition permanently because she suffered a head injury that made her really smart. That's bizarre enough as is, but medical evacuations are medical evacuations. I don't consider them inherently unfair. But then, in the very next episode, when the eliminated contestants are trying to rake in money to save the stranded contestants in Jamaica, Brainzilla shows up, very much not in possession of the army, and quickly reverts back to normal Izzy after another head injury. I can't believe I'm saying this, but look at Total Drama All-Stars for a more coherent way to do this. 
When Cameron is critically injured in the mines below Wawanaqua, he's medically evacuated. A few episodes later, in the finale, he still has a lot of damage from this injury. Contrast that with Izzy, whose mind-altering head trauma is so severe that she has to be airlifted from the competition only to go back to complete normal less than one full episode later. It's almost like she was removed from the competition for absolutely no reason. And if you're going to tell me that it's different circumstances since it was the army that abducted her from the game, well, no, because first of all, they don't seem to care in the slightest when Brainzilla reverts to Izzy. It's not like they try to bring back the Brainzilla part of her or anything. And besides, army abduction is just a weird and random way to remove Izzy. Yes, she was chased off by the Canadian military police in season one, but this happened when she was about to be eliminated anyway. Plus, she came back later. Maybe I'd cut World Tour a little slack if they embraced the meme that Izzy always comes back and threw her back onto the show during the merge instead of wasting their time with Blainly. Okay, so as we've established, Total Drama Island is not always renowned for its fair or rational eliminations. Number two on this list is the worst of all of them. The time has come for us to talk about Courtney's elimination in Total Drama Island. We've talked about eliminations where the rules of a challenger vote were unfair and eliminations where characters weren't given a fair shot. How about this? The votes are rigged against a contestant, and Chris shrugs his shoulders. As the Killer Bass prepared to cast their votes after losing the boot camp challenge, the team was so small that Courtney could pretty much decide who would be eliminated, i.e. Sadie, because Duncan, Jeff, DJ, and most likely Bridget would all vote with her. So Harold, not being a part of this group, was probably screwed here and decided he's not going to play by the rules. Sick of being bullied by Duncan, he stuffs the outhouse confessional voting booth with ballots for Courtney as he notices them developing a romantic connection. Why he didn't stuff the ballots against Duncan has never made sense to me, seeing as temporarily getting rid of a contestant's girlfriend, who we'll see later, seems like a lot more mild a punishment compared to permanently taking away a contestant's chance at $100,000. But whatever, the votes are rigged against Courtney, Duncan acknowledges as much, Chris has shown direct footage that proves it, and nobody cares. I can only imagine that Courtney fans watching this season must have been thoroughly peeved. Courtney ends up firing back by suing against her unlawful elimination and winding up joining Total Drama Action, where she wins invincibility time and time again before fairly getting the boot. But her outster in Total Drama Island is definitely one of the most bogus eliminations of all time, considering the results were actually rigged. What could be worse than that? How about ejecting a contestant who did nothing wrong just because? Ladies and gentlemen, number one, Max's elimination in Total Drama Pocket 2 Island. As surprised as I am that this random elimination from a painfully mediocre season is the most bogus in series history, the truth is that once I had it in my head to make this list, I knew without a shadow of a doubt that Max's would be number one. Max, the self-proclaimed evildoer who very rarely does anything worse than a mild prank, is betrayed by his sidekick Scarlet, who takes control of the island and pretty much takes the rest of the final six hostage as she starts a self-destruct countdown until Chris hands over the million dollars. Max, along with Sky, Jasmine, Sean, and Sugar, try to find Scarlet to subdue her. The crew is successful, and Scarlet is thrown into the cannon of shame for her crimes. In a moment of pride, Max mocks her for failing to be as great as him at evil. Chris then nonchalantly says that he's done with evil for now, and sticks Max into the cannon as well, after which he's launched away, never to be seen again. Let me try to explain how unfair this is. Sierra was removed from the game without a vote in World Tour. So was Duncan in All-Stars. I already brought up Gwen in All-Stars, and heck, I just noted Scarlet was as well. Here's the thing. All of them did something wrong. Something Chris could point to and say, you went way too far. You're out. Sierra blew up a plane. Duncan blew up Chris's house. Scarlet tried to blow up an entire island and kill her peers. And even though I said Gwen didn't really do anything wrong, for Chris and his ego, defacing a portrait of him is technically something really wrong. 
What did Max do? Well, for starters, he actively helped the others stop Scarlet, which doesn't quite compare with blowing anything up, to say the least. But the reason Chris decides to randomly eliminate him, he spoke highly of evil, and Chris has had enough of it. Chris McLean decided he had enough of evil. Put aside the fact that Max didn't even do evil, he just talked about it, and in fact he helped save Pocket 2 Island, but Chris eliminating a contestant for being too evil? Imagine if Jack Sparrow had another pirate arrested for being too much of an outlaw. Or if Steve Rogers intervened against another superhero for being too noble. It just wouldn't happen. Chris loves drama. He loves contestants who stir the pot. Maybe he wasn't in the best mood to be dealing with evil after what Scarlet did, but in the long term, Chris loves the drama that goes along with villainy. So that's just another layer to the confusing layer cake that goes along with Max's elimination. After spending the challenge helping the others save the island and their lives, what does Max get in return? A one-way ticket out of the game, thanks to a spontaneous decision from Chris. And that's my list, folks. I thought about shelving the idea until after the two new seasons air, but that might not be for a while. So I'll have to wait and see if any newer eliminations trump any of these outrageously bogus ones. Who knows? A lot can happen. You just listened to another episode of Geeks Crossing. What did you think of my list? Did you agree that these eliminations were the most bogus? Or did I sell any other unfair eliminations short? Can you make heads or tails of a lot of these where I could not? Let us know on our Discord server or DM us on Instagram. Link is in the description of this episode, as always. Please continue to support us wherever you're listening to us right now, whether that be on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Audible, Amazon Podcasts, or any other major podcasting platforms. Be sure to tell your friends and family about us, especially any total drama fans in your life. And if you really can't get enough of us geeks, support the others on Twitch. Keith at Nuclear Bacons, Nick at CryptoLock Gaming, and Eric at E-Man the Legendary, which is also the name of his YouTube channel, where you can watch more concise clips of his streams. Our favorite fifth member, Tyler, is also on Twitch at Carrot Bite Gaming. Thank you so much for listening. My name is Matt, and I'm done with evil for now.